Hello everyone and welcome to another one of our team previews and today we continue with Lidl Trek. Of course they changed their name from Trek Segafredo halfway through the season at the Tour de France actually and today to discuss what the outlook is on the 2024 season is none other than Patrick Blake of Audi Cycling and one third of the Echelon Cycling Podcast. But I mean Patrick, Lidl Trek, obviously I'm going to be very nationalistic here. Mets Pillars and then Skate more so having great 2023s. But uh, yeah, Little Trek, what do you make of their season last year? It was really good. Very diverse in terms of where the success was coming from. Obviously, Pedersen is like the big kind of kingpin in the team. But like you say, Skelmesser was good. Chikone with the KOM classification. And some kind of like breakout performances from guys like Thibaut Nace, who kind of came into the team in the middle of the season for the road. Obviously, he's doing cyclocross right now. I'm sure hopefully he'll be a factor in 2024. And I think that they've made some really cool transfers. And I think that, you know, if you're a bit of a neutral fan of cycling, I think Lidl Trek is a really good team to be getting behind because it's a very exciting team going into 2024. Yeah, I couldn't agree with that more if I tried. But yeah, like you said, wins absolutely everywhere. Even taking, well, Mets Pitlis and taking a stage in the Giro and the Tour. So that was quite exciting for them. And um, we might as well kick this off by the transfer season. I mean, Patrick coming in and well we might as well focus on the coming out what do you make of the riders coming out uh, leaving who is leaving as well there's quite a few actually some riders aren't still confirmed but tony galapan has retired yon abra story's gone back to uskatel kenny ellison gone to kofidis kabrag zabir is unknown lapens is going to dsn famanek host nl rolls off the tongue really well that antoine tolhook unknown marcus hulgard's going to unox which is a good move the italian sniper moved to barring victorious partway through the season uh baroncini's gone to ue asborn helmos is unknown and mark rostenga has gone to equipo kern farmer so i don't know i don't feel like anybody there is particularly like a massive loss i don't want to be like offensive but i don't see many riders there who i'm like oh that's a real stab in the heart to be losing i think that in general it's kind of like losing the kind of the excess fat <laughs> kind of like going out of winter training um but yeah i, I feel like their chances coming in are, are, are really good as well Baroncini and tiberi the two young italian guns it's just a shame really because it's these youngsters that they're just feel like they hadn't really developed into what they were going to be and tony galvan can't really remember him doing well for a long time but uh yeah sad to see him go yeah it's sad segafredo not being that much of well, obviously not being a sponsor anymore does this team have such a italian kind of allegiance now going into the future or do they not really care too much about that italian tie anymore i don't really know but yeah baloncini and tiberi both very good talents baloncini of course under 23 world champ in the past yeah hasn't really lived up to mark so i don't think losing them is a particularly big deal but yeah we might as well focus on the riders coming in here we have patrick conrad from borahansgrove fabio fellini from astana Theo Gegenhardt, the real big headliner from Ineos Grandier, Sam Omen, as well from Jumbo Visma, Simone Conzoni from Cofidis, Carlos Verona from Movistar, Ryan Gibbons from UAT Memrets. Then we've got a duo from Sudal Quickstep of Andrea Bajoli and Tim De Klerk, and then Jonathan Milan as well, who had a very good Giro d'Italia. That is a huge list of riders, and there's a lot of talent there. And I mean, Patrick, if you're saying that they were shedding the fat almost, which is yeah, here they're definitely bringing in some top quality riders to really 
solidify their team so they're not just a one or two trick pony. Yeah, I think that's completely correct. They have been in the past definitely focused around or leaning heavily on a Pedersen mainly as kind of like their main scorer. But yeah, with Gagan Hart coming in and Milan, like Milan's just like a really top quality sprinter now. He's not just like he's definitely fighting in the upper echelon of sprinters now. And they've just kind of like, yeah, padded out the team with a lot of good support. I think the Gagan Hart is, is my expectation and his Grand Tour aspirations, which we didn't see because they were cut short in the Giro unfortunately this year but maybe also for Skelmoser because he's going to the Vuelta next year he's already declared that and you know bringing in some good people to support these riders in the climbing aspect because I feel like Trek has always been a very good team in terms of the Cobble Classics and the Ardennes style of stuff but when it comes to Grand Tours maybe they've fallen a little bit short but I think they've bolstered best strength in that area it's an incredible list to be honest i'm surprised but jolly was let go and uh, gegenhardt he had some comments about that he didn't agree with the management at ineos grenadiers yeah i mean bora are gonna be a bit sad losing conrad when they've got roglich coming in but we talked about that uh, in the bora one but yeah we might as well move on patrick so that nice transfers and i think you would agree that they've definitely improved the overall squad I think, yeah, that, that was a silly question for me. It's quite evident that they have. Looking towards the monuments, they had kind of Pilosen as the sole rider in the first three monuments, a bit like we saw with Jumbo Visma with Wout Bernard coming forth in Paro Bay, which I completely slipped me past. And then we also had third place in Ronda just beating out Wout and then also top 10 in Milan San Remo but other than that I don't really recall them at Liège, Bastogne Liège or Lombardia. I did kind of remember Liège, Skelmesser and Chicone were up the road a little bit trying to chase off the Remco. That's oh, actually man. true. Sorry Skelmesser and you finished second in Flesh for Alone. They did alright <laughs> uh, but yeah Lombardia I can't really remember. I think Chicone was supposed to be going there but then he Fell ill, which is a bit unfortunate. Looking towards 2024, it's going to be relatively kind of the same as 2023. I don't think any of their signings are particularly altering things in terms of their Cobble Classic team, apart from, of course, Tim de Klerk, who will probably shuffle in there and the good old tractor that we all know and love. Uh, I think he'll probably get drafted into the team, but other than that, I think it is still uh, Steuben, Pedersen, Kirsch, Dan Hula, Edward Turns, maybe kind of solidity to the team. And I think it works. You know, Pedersen, you know, outside of your Van der Poels, Van Arts, and Pagatches, you know, he is the best of like of the rest. And I do think that Pedersen, it's possible he could take a step up even further and maybe join that kind of Galacticos level. We saw it in World Champs. He was up there with them. I don't see why he wouldn't be able to do that again in 2024. I mean, he also had that incredible week. I have to say it again winning the Tour of Denmark. And then literally the next day winning the Weimar Classic in Germany. So literally just transiting down to Germany and then winning there. That was pretty, pretty cool, to be honest. Towards the Hillier Classic, obviously bringing Andrea Bajoli, finishing on the podium in Il Lombardia. Gilmos as well could, like you said, do well again in Liege, Boston Liege. So is that kind of the two riders that they're looking towards in, in the Hillier ones? Yeah, I think so. I think it's possible 
Tebow Nace could get brought in for some of these. He is still very young. I'm also very surprised when I checked before this video, Tebow Nace is only contracted until the end of next year with Trek, which I think is an insanely short contract that they have on such a, an insane talent, don't you think? I think this is a this is a star of the future, and I think that I'll be intrigued to see if he gets some opportunities next year, because I think a lot of teams will be quite eager to sign him up. Longer contract than Geraint Thomas at Ineos. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe. So maybe Tibonese, I think, could get a look in and maybe like a, a Brabant Cipel, possibly. I would hope, to be honest. I think that he is good enough to get into that team in a couple of the Ardennes. Blaise, Bagioli, Ciccone and Scalmos. I think that's a good trio to be taking into the Ardennes. I think considering how they looked in 2023, I think they could do even better. But we might as well move on to the Giro d'Italia and uh, Mess Pilsen taking stage win. Obviously, the man he was fighting against to get the points classification jersey, they signed John to Milan, who took a stage win and also the points classification. But he looked like he was the fastest man in the race, but just didn't get positioned in the correct time at the correct place. And uh, do you think he's the man that they're sending to the Giro or not? Yeah, I think so. Working sort of back from the tour like reverse engineering it Pedersen will go to the tour everything being okay so I probably wouldn't send him to the Giro so I think that Milan makes the most logical sense of course also being you know an Italian that kind of helps with the uh, the motivation for it and you know they brought in Simone Consoni who's a very good lead out man but they also have Fabio Fellini in here as well uh, Jacopo Mosca whether they'd send maybe like a, a Quinn Simmons as well, possibly to bolster that lead out too. I think that you could see Milan being the dominant sprinter in the Giro for, sh for sure. I just don't know how much they'll send like, uh, like what they send a GC prospect, something like a Ciccone, for example, who was originally, I think, supposed to go to the Giro in 2023, but got injured or ill or something like that. Whether they send a Ch Ciccone here as well, they usually tend to send Tom Schoins here as well as a stage hunter. I think that they're probably not going for GC. I think it is a solely stage hunting team, which is what we're very used to from Lidl Trek. Do you think that's about right? Yeah, I mean, the question is, where is Theo Gegenhardt going? Is, are they sending him to the Giro or is it the Tour? Where would you send him? I'd send him to the Tour. I mean, yeah. I, I, won't, I won't ruin my... Uh, my prediction bit for later on where people just have to hang around but uh i'm feeling quite high on gagan hart for next year i think that he had some really good results this year it makes sense what you said that you're kind of focusing on jonathan milan and then maybe send like a yeah well why are you sending skill oh skill mostly you said was going to the welter so that's kind of blocked out yeah spoilers for, from you earlier yeah okay i agree then but uh the tour go on then tail gagan hart is sam Oman part of this team as well yeah, Pedersen and Gegenhart. I'd be sending De Klerk, Conrad, Omen, like you say, as like the support for Gegenhart. Edward Turns maybe to support Pedersen as well. Simmons, possibly. I feel like maybe we're missing still another person to support Gegenhart in all this. Somebody like uh, Julian Bernard, Cataldo. You definitely need to be supporting Gegenhart here. I think that he does warrant it. He is you know he has won the Giro d'Italia even if it was in the kind of caveated Covid era one but he is still really good and I think that you're going to be seeing a split down the middle of sort of Gagan Hart and Pedersen with sort of free riders supporting them each I would sort of hazard to guess maybe two climbing domestiques for Gagan Hart and then shuffle one of those to help Pedersen as just like a de clerk to sit on the front all the time I think that's going to be the the mantra of the team 
a nice even split. I just realized Jasper Stoven, we haven't, is he just done now or are we not factoring him in? Is Mass Pillarson the golden goose? Yeah, I just think that Pedersen is the main man and Stoven's there to really help him out because Pedersen is the one who has got the best shot of competing against the big dogs. And I think that Stoven is, yes, I know he's won Milano San Remo. He's a very good classics rider in his own right. But I think that the Eagle Track have a better shot of doing well if Stoven fully commits himself to Pedersen. So what's the goal with Pedersen? Is it just taking stages or is it trying to go with for the green jersey? Both, if you can. Try to do what Philipson did this year, ideally. Let's just remind everyone from the Visma Lisa bike episode, you actually said that Christophe Laporte is going to win the green jersey. So maybe Eagle Trek should just give up. Well, yeah, it's just, just shouldn't bother turning up because Christophe Laporte is going to win the green jersey. That's my absolutely wild 2024 take. Well, there we have that. Vuelta <laughs> uh, España, Skilmorsa, who's riding in support of him? Is it just the remnants of the Tour de France team? And check yeah. at Theo Gegenhardt, because why not? Yeah, you may as well send Theo there. Wampe, uh, Julian Bernard, I could see going there as well. Tesfatsion, Carlos Verona, the new signing. Of course, he's a Spaniard, so I'd expect him to be going to the Vuelta as well. I think that, I mean, what do you expect from Skelmosa in the Vuelta? Do you think he can do a good GC? Oh, he's he's going to win it. Oh, yeah, sorry. I forgot. <laughs> A lot of people were disappointed with him in the Giro last year. The tour, he was more like working for Mass Pillarsen and teammates. Me, he's still very young, so maybe this is going to be his first real true stab at GC. I could see him doing a bit of like an Avonapool from a Vuelta this year, hanging on, or like what Pidcock did in the tour in this year as well, sort of hangs on until stage 12, and then maybe goes stage hunting in the final week. I think that he is a really good bike racer. He proved to be really good in one-day races this year. And I think that I'd be surprised if Skelmosa didn't come out of the well to with a stage win, at least. Try the GC, and if that doesn't work out, yeah, like you said, just flip it and just go for stages. And he definitely yeah. could because he's yeah quite a racer. But I think the quarter Swiss was quite a step up for him, like just performance-wise on the podium. He's ahead of Remco and Ayuso. I think that is like, and tell the whole story. Yeah. Literally be like one of the only people to beat a Yuma Visma and UAE rider in the whole of the 2023 season. Probably one of the most impressive performances of the year. Yeah, true. I agree with that because he's Danish. But we might as well come, well, wait until we get to Ineos, then Patrick's Yorkshire, Yorkshire. <laughs> Our bias is coming. Yeah. Ben Turner. Yeah, nevertheless, predictions for Lidl Trek in 2024. Are they, yeah, are they going to do well? Or is it going to be, I was, I was going to try and do a supermarket pun, but it failed. <laughs> um, I think... I, okay, I've got it. Are they going to check out or check in? No, that doesn't work. <laughs> oh, no, no, you got me thinking about it now. I don't know. Predictions, predictions. My mind goes to Pedersen, who had a very good year this year. Do I think that he can, like, he was very so consistent in the classic season. Do I think that he can convert to a monument win is the kind of big question, I think. I think it's going to be hard at a 
Like, I, I also think that it could, if it's going to happen anywhere, I think it'll be San Remo, personally. I think after that, your best shot is a Roubaix, and then it's Flanders. That's kind of the order that I go in. I just think when you get to like a Paterberg and it's proper steep and Vanderpool and Poggy are really going at it, I think that, you know, he's, I, I just think that Pedersen won't be able to hang on just about. That's why he so regularly finishes like fourth, fifth, because he wins the sprint from the group behind. So yeah, I, I don't know about Pedersen. I think that honestly, he, he could win a monument. It's going to have to go well, obviously, but I do think that he could win Saturn Reimer. Uh, I was going to say that. What about Theo Gegenhardt? What's your prediction for that? I, I think I'm going to say he finishes on the podium at least on all the three first monuments and wins Strada Bianchi. Sure, why not? Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, I think that's yeah, I think that's fair. I think yeah, Pedersen Pedersen Mon uh, finishes on the podium while he wins San Remo and he podiums Flanders and Roubaix for me. Gegenhart, I think top fives to tour. I mean, I, I think that's realistic. Top fives, okay. Top, I think he top fives. Are, I, I'm, I'm that high on him. I mean, I think Lidl Track are going to have a series of riders who are going to win their first Grand Tour stage win. I think Bajoli is going to get a Grand Tour stage win. I think Tom Schoins is going to get a Grand Tour stage win. And I also think that Thibaut Nace will win Blabon Sedel. Very specific, I know. But we're going all in on it. I mean, I was going to say Tibonais wins Stravianchi, but then... He could. I was just thinking because the cyclocross connection. Yeah, I think Skillmore takes the stage win and finishes in top 10 of the welter. That's fair. What do you expect from, I know, a bit of a rogue one, but Quinn Simmons, he had a very quiet year in 2023 outside of winning the national championships. Yeah. Uh, Promising he... for years. He would be good and, well... I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure winning a stage at San Juan wasn't his what he was expecting as one of his high points for 2023. But yeah. maybe he felt a bit more fire in his belly, and he's going to be coming back very strong. I think that if he goes to the Giro, Ooh. he could win a stage. The Grammar. I think if he goes to the Tour, he's going to be you know working for Pedersen like he is in the Cobble Classics, and then he won't do anything. But wouldn't he be working for Johnson Milan then? I guess so, but there'll be some sort of intermediate rolling stages where I think he'll get a breakaway opportunity. Quinn Simmons for a Grand Tour stage win in 2024? If he goes to the Giro, yeah. I'll agree. Why not? Let's support the American champion. Anyway, that is basically it for our Lidl Trek team preview. And if you've got a better supermarket pun than I was trying to conjure up, let us know in the comments. Hit the like button here on the Cycling Dane Extra YouTube channel and subscribe to the channel and check out Patrick's channel, Audu Cycling, and also the Green Hatter, as well as the Echelon Cycling Podcast. That's too much. But, yeah. So with that, thank you very much for watching. And of course, as always, we will see you in the next one.